Welcome to the Producer Mindset. You're looking for a real estate and business podcast that is raw, unfiltered, and authentic. A podcast that gives you insight into the growth strategies of industry titans. Well, here it is. Get ready for an amazing ride as your hosts, Josh McQuaig and Michael Rivero, talk weekly with special guests about the most important topics in the industry today. And now, here are your hosts, Josh McQuaig and Michael Rivero. All right, so everybody, welcome back to episode number four of the Producer Mindset. Uh, this is going to be a fun one, especially for our real estate agents who are looking to do more on social media. So today we're actually going to cover the topic of the social realtor and the mistakes that real estate agents are currently making on social media. So we want to be brief, but definitely impactful. We're going to talk about some mistakes some of the solutions and ways to go around these mistakes uh, in hopes that you become a better social realtor on any social media platform that you visit. I got Josh right here. How's it going? Uh, what's up, bro? What's up? What's up? What's up? So what do you say we dive right into it? Let's do it. Let's get um, so let me ask you, first and foremost to you, what is a social realtor? Ooh, a social realtor, somebody that you know reflects what they do on a day-to-day basis on social media so um, whether it's going to listing appointments meeting taking your potential buyers around um, to look at houses or you know walking people through the process of what it actually looks like um, when you're you know going over contracts right and explaining some things that you know maybe people um, if you're a top producing realtor right you know that that would be valuable to younger realtors or if you know you're a broker owner and you're trying to attract new realtors great way to do that is by educating you know who you're actually trying to to bring aboard but really just somebody who reflects their their day-to-day um online on social media i like i like how you put that in there someone that reflects their day on social media no matter what like regardless of the fact or is it something that needs to be specifically related to real estate when they do some reflecting? Yeah, I mean, the whole purpose of being on social media is to brand yourself, right? If you're a real estate agent and connect with new people. So the, I mean, it doesn't always have to be real estate related. And I feel like it's actually more powerful when it's, there's a mix of, um, you know, real estate, personal and your hobbies, right? And that's what we preach to our clientele and anybody that we're talking to on a day-to-day basis that has questions about what type of content they should be putting out or, um, you know, how they should be going about social media. And it's that 33% split between all three. You want to show, you want to showcase your business life and your real estate with, you know, your listings, your market updates, um, your sold properties, um, and your client testimonials, um, you know, just to name off a few, but also you want to showcase the fact that you're a human also, right? And that's how we have those connections with people. We showcase that we're not just a realtor robot. We're actually... <laughs> you're right. not just posting because for the sake of posting, you're posting because there's some intention behind it. Yeah. Absolutely. So let's, let's go ahead and dive in really quick. You okay there? A contact almost fell out. Dang, I have never experienced that, so I'm sorry for what you must be feeling. I need to get. Uh, 
Okay, so, all right, so now that Josh's contact is back in place, guys, so really quick, let's go ahead and talk about the number one mistake that I see happening on social media for real estate agents, and that is the inconsistent posting. Yep. Uh, so let me give my two cents on it, and then I'd like your opinion on it as well, Josh. So social media by default is where everybody's attention is at. In a COVID-19 world, since we're releasing this podcast in 2020, we noticed an uptick of social media by upwards of 70% usage. Yep. There were more people that were signing up for places like Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, LinkedIn than ever before. Mm -hmm. So what that tells us is, as real estate agents, we need to be wherever the attention is at. Problem is that most people use social media as a place they have to be at, like they almost see it as a job, uh, which to many of us, it is our job. But whenever your unique ability and your efforts are not necessarily concentrated, then that's a problem. And what happens is as real estate agents, they get really unmotivated to post because then there's self-imposed limitations of, I don't know what to post. I don't know what my post should be about. Or then they just end up posting what every other agent is posting, some sort of market update, some sort of listing. Mm -hmm. And that's pretty much it. And they don't do it on a consistent basis. So what happens is, the algorithm starts working in their, fit, in their favor the second they start publishing one, two, three times a week or a day, however you see it. Right. And then they stop for like two weeks and then they start back again and then they stop. And it's like, you know, if you expect some sort of return from posting once a week, once a month, or every time that you feel like it, then you're never really going to catch the right traction that social media really has the opportunity to offer you. Um, but that's that's the number one mistake that I personally see with inconsistent posting. So what, yeah. what are your thoughts there? So if, you know, real estate agents, I feel like one of the big factors that goes into people not posting other than them not having the you know right content ideas or having that analysis paralysis um, and not just starting, it's the fact that they don't see an instant reward from what they're doing. And that's really hard to stay disciplined and consistent when you know that this activity at some point in time is going to bear results, but it takes time to do that. And because of that, I feel like a lot of people have, um, you know, it's, they put it on the back burner, right? Yeah. And it's not as important as, you know, calling their 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 lead list or their database or it's it's you know not having those those immediate rewards from actually yeah. posting it's tough so 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 to to kind of take it to the solution part of this problem of inconsistent posting my personal recommendation would be go ahead and schedule your content out if you can or just have a plan for each day of content right yep. so if you think and you commit yourself to monday wednesday fridays and you make a split decision of on mondays i'm going to make market updates on wednesdays i'm going to post something about a client story or my or a story about myself on fridays i'm going to put something more casual about my hobbies about my life and if you do this on a repeated basis for roughly six to eight weeks, then it's just going to be something that you notice it's not hard to manage and do. But at least you are putting some sort of plan of action up front. 
so that you know exactly what you need to publish on that specific day. Uh, yeah. That's one solution to inconsistent posting. But what brings me to the next problem is the amount of agents who are consistent on posting, but they are consistent on the wrong way of delivering content. And that is by overselling on every single post. Yeah. Uh, what are your thoughts there? Yeah. So I want to actually touch on a solution before I go into that for the, the inconsistent posting. Right. So I did this, this series and we have the, you have the guide for, um, you know, real estate agents coming out soon and or your book and it will be out when this releases. Um, so go look at that, but it, all you really have to do is just see what your clients are asking you on a day-to-day -day basis, write out those questions that they're asking you, put your phone in front of your face, record that content, and then get Hootsuite, Buffer, any of those different types of platforms and upload it on a schedule. But, you know, the way that we approach posting content for our clients, it's a little more in depth than that, right? There's lots of stuff that actually goes into it for it to be in So that's where I stand on the, on the solution aspect. But for, what was the, what was the next one? Overselling on every single post. Yeah. So it takes it back to the 33% the approach, right? There's, you, you can't be selling, selling, selling all the time. Well, you're always selling, right? You're always selling your, your services or yourself. Yeah. Your service or yourself. And, um, I feel like the way that people are approaching it on, on social media, just posting their, just listing after listing, after listing, after listing, and like, come to my open house, come to my open house. Right. It, it gets tiring after a while from a viewer standpoint or audience member standpoint. So, Absolutely. I feel like it doesn't give people the opportunity to learn the personality behind the brand, behind the business. Yep. So the way to eliminate this problem of overselling on every post, yes, you're constantly going to want to sell. You obviously want more business and that's completely understandable, but the best way to go around solving this particular issue is the 33% approach. Yep. So take a look at your current content and, split it into three sections. One section is your business, your real estate business section. And that's the one that you're probably going to promote most heavily, but also, you know, showcase that you're a human, show a little bit of your life, take a look at exactly what about your life you don't mind sharing, showing, and yep. also share some of your hobbies and try to tie that, those hobbies directly to your real estate business so that, you know, it all encompasses who you really are. I think too many real estate agents spend time trying to separate the two uh, when in reality, I mean, it's one and the same. If you're the kind of realtor that says, I pick up my phone 24 hours a day, then, you know, your, your profession, your career is your life and vice versa. So don't be shy of separating the two and still making them seem together. Um, with problem number three and one of the biggest mistakes uh, that I see every single time I log into, let's say, Instagram or Facebook. I see a lot of fluff, right? So there's like no context that's actually being given. There's, let's say, a market update post, but there's no real context on what that means. I don't care that there's 900 new homes in the area because that doesn't mean anything to me. Yeah. Make it mean something to me. Uh, I don't know. How do you feel about the lack of context that there is in the... Yeah, no, that's, that's a big thing. And there's lots, everyone's 
it's almost, you know, that's, that's one of the things that's necessary right now that everyone is doing posting market updates um, on their Instagram feed with, you know, the three different sections and they have the three different, you know, sets of data points. But if you're not actually explaining that, you know, in depth as a consumer, as somebody that's looking to buy a house, I don't really, I don't like, that's cool. That's well, like, I don't know what it means. I don't know. Like what's, there has to be more. Right? It's like, so, it's like saying tie your shoes to a kid that's never tied his shoes and just being grabbed and just saying, grab the laces. Yeah, exactly. And the funny thing is like, I mean, a great, solu I, I want to talk about a solution to this really quickly. The, and this is what I've started to do after I post something that I, I put a thought out. I always hop on live or I hop on my story. I post to my story, my post, right? And then, yeah. on, then say on the next story, I'm explaining what this means. That's right. Good. Or, the, or on this live video, I'm explaining what my post means. So not only are you providing that, you know, the market update, whatever, you know, whatever it is, and you're, you're coming back and you're actually engaging with your audience and actively trying to become a resource to them. And I feel like that's, um, it has a bigger effect when you're actually, you know, taking the time to like posting is one thing, but helping people understand that post further. Yeah, resourceful. Yeah. So that's, you know, my solution to the context piece would really just be a matter of would you rather have them look at your post and think nothing of it or do you want them to look at your post and be like okay well that's one google search i don't have to do now because now i understand it and i learned it from this person that's the biggest thing um as we move on to the next and we should actually split this podcast into two episodes so we'll do the top five first and then we'll do the next five um the next and it goes right back to what you were just saying talking about stories the next big mistake that i noticed real estate agents making on social media is not knowing how to properly use stories a lot of them are just simply upselling yet again or they're simply flashing their cameras at a listing without saying a single word uh so the biggest mistake behind that is that it doesn't allow people to connect with you at all it doesn't give people enough of a background story or the opportunity to actually get engaged. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, that's where I see realtors, uh, real estate professionals going wrong with stories on social media. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's not a whole lot of like when you're walking, doing virtual tours on your story. I don't like that. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's, it's frustrating because half the time they don't say a word or they're just playing music in the background and there's no context, right? Instagram gives you the, the opportunity to put text and different types of things that actually let you know what you're looking at yeah. on your stories. So just simply uploading a video of you walking through a house, not even of you walking through a house, just your camera. It's very unengaging. And I just either click through all of them or just swipe um, to the next person. But I mean, a good solution to that would be to actually put, you know, text onto the, the stories and maybe, 
I don't know, show your face, right? It's, I think it's more than just that. It's like you have, you have stickers, you have gifts that are available, all that let your stories be more engaging. And the one big thing I think if we're thinking about solutions here, as we're winding up into our next point, I think if we're thinking about a solution, it would be asking for more feedback directly on your stories, putting yeah. your face more often on stories, uh, and more than anything else, use polls, quizzes, uh, and just asking questions because people are going to react to those and that gives you the framework and opportunity to have a follow-up system to anybody that engages with a poll, with a question, with a quiz, whatever the case might be. Yeah, and that's, you know, it's important to get that data and it's important to use the tools that Instagram has to offer. Yeah, we'll get it's just here, but... test your audience, that's it. Yeah, that's um, the... And sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Go ahead. End of point. All right. Well, the last thing uh, for today's podcast, and then we'll, we'll pick back up on part two of this podcast because there's about 10 mistakes that we want to highlight. Mm -hmm. The next one that I have written here is not balancing their personal life and business on social media, yep. uh, which we just spoke about. So to give you guys more context right there, it's stop. You're not just a realtor. You're, you're, you're a person. You have hobbies, you have things you like to do, you have shows that you like to watch, you have things you like to eat. And it's about just sharing some of that. You can't sit here and be a social realtor if you want to keep your entire life private. I don't think that's how you develop relationships with your clients. Nope. Especially if you're the kind of real estate agent that is likely to say, all of my clients become family, become friends. And you know, in order to have family and friends, people need to get to know you, like you, and trust you. Yep. So how do you advance that process on social media by simply using the 33% rule of splitting your posts into personal hobbies and professional and really tying all those together to really showcase your personality. I think that too many people put some sort of facade, some sort of front on social media about being this great person. Yet when you meet them, it's like, I thought you were a little bit more upbeat. I thought you were this. And I've personally struggled with this because on video, I've learned to get really comfortable, yet it does take me some time to warm up to people, right? Yeah. Now, is that detrimental to my brand? Not necessarily, but if all you're being is a realtor on social media and people don't know the personality behind it, they don't understand exactly how you come across in real life, then it gets kind of difficult to get to know you. Yeah. If I can't get to know you, I can't get to like you. If I can't get to like you, I'm not going to trust you. It's that simple. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And yeah, so, I mean, with that, I mean, the 33% approach is kind of the, the basis of a holistic personal branding, um, you know, strategy pretty much, right? You want to incorporate the personal, the hobby, and also your real estate business. But, you know, there's a fine balance between the three. And one thing that's, you know, we talked about earlier, not consistently posting, um, having, having the framework set up so that you don't have to think about when you're about to do a story, right? So making sure to highlight all three of these pieces, um, in the 33% approach, right? Yeah. So if you're going, if you know that on Saturdays, you like to go golfing, make sure to ask Siri, Hey Siri, remind me when I go golfing to post a story. And I'm sorry if your iPhone went off um, and Siri blasted, but if it was out loud. 
because my phone just did. That's funny. But, um, but yeah, so putting like it's very easy to put things in place to where you don't have to think about it, right? You can you you have voice reminders, right? Ninety nine percent of people that are real estate agents in this area have. Yeah, but I mean at the same time it's. I, we we talk to so many agents on a day-to-day -day basis and they have like the most interesting lives like yeah. yesterday for example one of them was like yeah i love cars and then he ends up sending you pictures of the types of cars that he likes and he has and it's like a lot of people get shy of showcasing their life because they're they're afraid of judgment but you guys entered an industry where judgment not, doesn't necessarily exist it doesn't make or break your business so you might as well just show who you are because you don't know who is going to get attracted to do business with you based on what you like to do you know yeah. a lot of people have told us yeah i mean me and my client were just talking about tiger king for the last two hours and it's like perfect you just built a relationship talking about a show that you know millions of other americans have watched yeah so and it's, it's taking it back to the thing the you're talking about with the cars right Mm -hmm. there's a line between like and that and people are worried that they're being too boastful right but if you're actually passionate about something that's cool like like if you're if you're just a dude that buys like a nice car because you know you're you just want to have that status symbol there's a difference and people see the difference right it's yeah. very easy to read through people it, everyone's bs meter has gone up with all of the their activity on social media you can kind of see through people pretty well right so it's you know if you're passionate about something share it and don't be afraid to share it because there's a lot of people that are passionate about that as well and they'll track towards you so it's fine like you know and and the last point i want to make here is at the end of the day not everybody's going to be a client of yours and i feel like social media if anything helps you create a filter for those people who are not the right fit to work for you mm -hmm. and with you, you know? So that's, that's pretty much it. Let's go ahead and wrap up this vlog, uh, this podcast for today. Uh, we'll come back with part two of the top 10 mistakes that social media, uh, well, realtors on social media are currently making. So uh, we we'll look forward to having you guys on the next podcast and we'll go ahead and chat then, man. But thanks for joining me today. Absolutely let's go ahead and wrap up the other one. So we'll talk to you guys later. Uh, thanks for listening to the producer mindset. Peace out. That's it for this episode of the producer mindset, but be sure to subscribe for more business tactics, marketing strategies, social media tips, and more to help you create a more profitable online presence as a top producer in your industry. Don't forget to rate and review so we can continue to bring you the best content and the most insightful guests. Thank you for listening.